Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, we're another day closer to the NFL draft as we uh, get through the first week of April here. And, uh, well, tomorrow we'll mark three weeks out from the draft. Thursday, we'll mark three weeks out from yeah, the draft. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers have started to, to host their uh, their pre-draft visits this week. Um, tomorrow, they're scheduled to host Desmond Ritter. On Friday, they're scheduled to host... Sam Howell, uh, as well as uh, Nolan Turner from Clemson, the safety out of, out of Clemson. Um, everybody is assuming, I think, that because the Steelers have shown so much interest in the quarterback class this year, that they're automatically going to take a quarterback no matter what at 20. And, and I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that they're, they're automatically just going to take, you know, if the top two or three quarterbacks are on the, off the board, they're just going to take the next guy. Or even if the top two are off the board, they're just going to take the next guy on the list. I just don't know that that's the that's the situation that they're in right now. Yeah, and even to take it a step further, I don't know if they plan on taking one at all. You, you know, I mean, I'm talking about the top guys. You know, I right, mean, right. It, I think that there is a scenario. I don't think that it's a done deal. You know, I don't know that we. Ha- they take the approach of we have to take one we're going to no matter what that's been the plan we're not going to change no matter how the draft falls um i really have mixed feelings i mean because this time last year we really thought if Najee harris is there they're gonna take him. you know like wasn't a whole lot of smokescreen it was one of the the worst kept secrets out there well, they didn't have and a running. They, didn't have, national... they didn't have a starting running back on their roster at that time. Right, right, right. Uh, James Connor had signed with different. the Cardinals, so it was Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland and Kalen Balage, and they didn't have a starting running back on their roster. Well, they have a starting quarterback on their right. roster, so there's not this glaring need, right. this, this obvious. Well, they have to take one here, and that's what they wanted to avoid. That's why they signed Mitch Trubisky. They didn't want to be stuck in that kind of situation where, oh, boy, we got to take a quarterback here, and if the top two or three guys are gone, we have to take the, the next best guy up just because. Right, and if you look at some of the teams around the league, how they handled their, quote, quarterback needs, some of them had to settle for plan B or plan C, where because of the timing of free agency and how abruptly they got Trubisky under contract, I think that was plan A from the start, which, and how often do we talk about this with Kevin Colbert, is such a Colbert thing to do that, okay, if there's one we like and it's worth it, he's our best guy on the board, and obviously quarterbacks have more weight than left guards, I get that, then we're going to take him. But I don't believe they have to, or, 
boy, if I'm doing a mock draft at 20, I'm putting a quarterback there every time. I, I don't think that. It wouldn't shock me one bit if they took Lewis Seen and a receiver with their first two picks and talk about it next year or you know, yeah. let Trubisky go. Well, one of the guys that they're bringing in for a visit, actually, he was already in uh, yesterday, uh, or at least was scheduled to, is, is uh, Chris Olatakun uh, out of South, South Dakota State. He's a late round guy. Yeah, right, right. And the safety mentioned from Clemson too. He's not a household name. Either, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're 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 bringing in those. You know, so maybe those are medicals. Maybe those are guys that they have a high priority free agent type grade on. That that hey, we're gonna we want to get this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not gonna use a draft pick. But they're not just looking at the top guys. They're not just looking at the first no, round. Good guys. point. You know, they're looking at guys deeper no. into the draft. So, you know, they're not necessarily just it's, – it's not Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or, or Desmond Ritter or Bust here. Um, you know, if, if, it, if they, you know, they get into the third round and Carson Strong is there, maybe they take a flyer on Carson Strong, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even the fourth round. Um, but they're not, they're not 100% guaranteed to take a quarterback in the first round. I think that's, I think that's where some of the mock drafters are – kind of going off the rails here a little bit with some of these national mock drafts. Well, the Steelers are absolutely going to, going to take a quarterback here. So uh, the top three guys are gone. Just give them Sam Howell. No, yeah, that's, yeah, right, that's, right, right, that's right. not what they do. I mean, no, good point. No, I, I think as usual, and this is, is not exclusive to the Steelers, either now or very soon, you could sit Kevin Colbert down, give him truth serum, Give me four names you think are in play for your first round pick. He writes those four names down and the draft goes by and we look back at it after the draft. One of those four names will probably be the one, you know, and in the second round, give me eight names. Okay. I'll jot them down before the draft and it'll probably end up with ones on both those lists. I bet there's quarterbacks on that list. I mean, without question, I bet there is. But I don't think the whole list is quarterbacks. <laughs> right? No, it's not. the right. first the first five guys on his list of his as we always talk about his twenty guys that he would take at twenty. Yeah, aren't going to be quarterbacks. No, right? Of course not. I mean, I, I don't think so. I honestly, let's say, do you agree? Let's take strong out of the equation. That I think there's five quarterback prospects that move the needle and I like strong too. I just think it's pretty clear that they don't want an immobile guy. I don't think he fits them. Yeah. So if there's five guys that move the needle, I think the Steelers have a 50% chance of getting one of the five when it's all said and done, certainly not close to a hundred. No, I would agree with that. And again, it's, I don't know that it would be necessarily in the first round, right? I think it could be this, a second round guy. Um, and Real I quick, think, Dale, along yeah. those lines, you know, all these rumors, boy, Mike Tomlin's been really prevalent at all the quarterback workouts. And first of all, I'm sure that's not an accident, whether it's a smoke screen or not. They want those reports to hit the, the internet. Of course, there's also other people at those pro days. But I, I wake up this morning and one of the blurbs I see are Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin are LSU's pro day. Well, they don't have a quarterback. Right. What could they possibly be doing down there? <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I, I saw that Stingley uh, ran. I haven't seen an official time, 
but I saw that it was between four three three and four five uh, four three eight. Maybe that's a trip for nothing then. <laughs> <laughs> but there's other guys there. I They're mean, not the only LSU yeah. dudes are getting drafted, right? Yeah, percent. Um, but yeah, I mean, they go. They typically go to places where they can see a lot of high level players. Sure, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama. You know, right? Yeah. This year they threw some of the quarterbacks stuff in there. And I'll say this, they haven't been quarterback shopping, seriously quarterback shopping in 18 years. 100%. 100%. So we've said that. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it could just be a situation where, hey, let's maybe we take one this year, maybe we don't, but let's at least start the journey here a little bit and see what we're, look, what we're looking for and what we might want to see. You know, you know, what you, you know, next year, if you don't draft one this year, you'll have some comparison values. Mm-hmm. on those guys and you can see okay well we had this grade on this guy and he hit we thought he did these things well we did you know didn't think he did this as well but then he showed us differently as a pro assuming that they play a lot as a rookie mm-hmm. on the other side of that you may have a guy who you know show you thought well we we thought this guy could do this or we thought he could do that and it showed that he couldn't in his first yeah. year yeah i mean you I'll learn from Mac. I'm not picking on Matt Corral, but boy, is that an unbelievably RPO heavy offense. Right. And he gets to the NFL on some other team. They ask him to do more traditional stuff and he fails after year one. Well, maybe we'll take that note down for next year's pro, you know, group to say, let's not ask these guys to make such an abrupt transition or whatever. Um, the other thing I think that is absolutely in play, though, too, is like I said, there's there's five of these quarterbacks, you know, how Ritter, et cetera. And let's say they like three. Well, you can't go to three pro days and ignore the other two. Because right. the whole world knows that you're one of the quarterback teams. You know, I mean, whether you take one or not, you want the world to think you like all five. Yeah, absolutely. And that's yeah. why you, you've seen the Steelers link to Sam Howell, link to Desmond Ritter. Linked to Malik Willis, linked to Kenny Pickett. Um, not as much with Corral, but that's largely because he just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. until until the you know his pro day. Uh, but they met with him at the combine. Mm-hmm. They met. Oh, of know, course. They right. went to his pro day. It's not like they they've ignored him. Um, so you know, so they've they, they've done their due diligence with these guys. And as we saw with Dwayne Haskins, just because he was drafted in the first round by somebody else doesn't mean he's not available in a year or two. Oh, absolutely. Or after his first contract, or it's the Rosen situation. I know those yeah. things are odd. Or you got to play against them, and you need to, you know, you you want the extensive scouting reports on all starting quarterbacks in the league, starting from, you know, way back as far as you possibly can go. Yeah, you want to know what makes them tick. Right. You know, to, the more I think about it, it's kind of like the conversation we just said about you can't ignore one of the five. You, you got to make everyone think you're into all of them. It would be a much bigger story to me if, boy, Mike Tomlin hasn't been at any of those five pro days or they didn't meet with these guys. Like, you'd be crazy. What It, it would show your hand too much if you didn't do it. Yeah, I agree. You, did, yeah. you know I what agree. I mean? So, uh, you know, I think, you know, doing your due diligence, looking at these guys, bringing them in. You don't, I mean, you're right now you're dating these guys. This 100%. Is, this is like... This is like the NFL the second date. It's the NFL version of the bachelor. Yeah. Right. 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 You, know, you bring all these guys in to see, Hey, do we want to marry any of these dudes? 
We're, right, we're, right. We're gonna right. put a ring on any of these guys' fingers and say, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you a shot. We're gonna see, you know, if you're the quarterback of the future." You have to do your due diligence with it. Have and to. it's and of the the bachelor season, it's now episode five or six. You know, right. it's not episode one anymore. Um, not that I've watched the show, I assume it works. I have, yeah, I'm assuming that's how it works too. I've never watched it either, but you know, I assume that yeah, some people get weeded out. I get the idea of the, I get the concept. Right, 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 right. It's the third date, you know, something like that. It's not like the first date was a total flop or whatever. So my thing, and I know I'm never going to get this answer, but I wonder, is there a quarterback in their top 20? Um, are they really targeting these guys if they fall past 20, late first, move up in the second? You know, Ritter and Howell come to mind a little bit more with that. What's the league think of quarterbacks? I'm really having a hard time wrapping myself around what's really going on with this class from a macro level and a micro stealer level. And part of the reason I bring that up is because of this strange Saints trade, you know, like, yeah. Part of me thinks that if the Saints really won a quarterback, they had to get two first-round picks to get ahead of Carolina because everybody in the planet knows Carolina's taken Pickett or Willis, probably Pickett, you know, which I think is very possible. I don't think the Saints are still in the quarterback market, but that's a different conversation. We can talk about that trade a different time. But I'm trying to read the tea leaves the best I can, and it's harder this year with the quarterbacks than any. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s Bank is here to help. Learn how s Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. s Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards the year i can remember or the you know that that saints trade we haven't really talked about that but this mm-hmm. the saints now have two picks ahead of the steelers the the eagles traded away one of their picks and, and so it, it could be that they saw okay we want to get a player uh, that can help us now and a quarterback and we got to do it before the steelers pick yeah i mean i think that's possible and I think that they might be in talks with the Giants to move the five. Could be. I think that's a possibility. What I actually believe, and part of this is because I'm a Jameis apologist, is they look at the NFC. I mean, remember, they're the most aggressive organization in the league. I mean, it's always Mardi Gras in New York, in in New Orleans. You know, I mean, there's it's never a hangover. It's never too early to have your first hurricane. Let's, Let's let's party. Let's go. I think they, you know, kind of like we talked about before, do you really trade all those assets and sign Jameis and sign Dalton? I think they look at the NFC and say, we have a really good defense. We really have two holes. We have, we need a receiver and a tackle. And I think now we can get each and make a run. I get it. But trading away a future first round draft pick for that always means quarterback. Almost always. always. Nobody, nobody ever trades away future picks for a defensive tackle right. or an offense. Especially offensive. a month before the draft. Right. That far out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like there, there has to be another part of that move coming. That's um, why, yeah. I mean, that could be a package to get up ahead of, you know, get up early to get their guy or whatever. Or they absolutely think they'll get a quarterback they like and something else, like you said. 
I don't know. I mean, again, I, I I don't know what the league thinks of this quarterback class. Does the league? Well, let, let's talk about that because there yeah. still seems to be. I, I get this a lot on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Every time I do a mock draft, well, I wouldn't take any of these quarterbacks. These, these guys stink. They're the worst class ever. They're not the worst class ever. No, I don't believe that either. Right. I I think people are. I think too many people have gotten caught up in. Well, if these guys were any good, they'd go first and second and third overall. And that's just not the reality of the situation. That's not what used to happen. Right, right, right. This is more of a reset on the quarterback class than it is. Because uh, let's, let's be realistic. Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, based on their play in the NFL, should not have gone one and two in that draft. Or went to Goff. Or Mayfield and, and you know, right, 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 right. pick one. Right, those guys right. are just average quarterbacks. They probably should have in those drafts. If they would have gone 15, nobody will be saying a word about it. If Baker Mayfield had been the 15th pick in the draft instead of number one overall, people would say, oh, that's not bad. Not bad, right? They got a good value out of him, and he's been yeah. a good player for him, but he's first overall, and you passed on Josh Allen, and you know, Darnold doesn't look like a, a big deal. But no, you're right. I mean, the, the real answer might be, in previous years, and we know this is true, a lot of quarterbacks got overdrafted. Daniel Jones at four or five. Right, you that's know, like, ridiculous. I mean, Daniel Jones. Mitch is no Trubisky than, at two. Right. Although I think UNC version of Mitch Trubisky is a better prospect than any of these guys. Daniel true. Jones coming out of Duke is not. But the, the question with Trubisky when he came out was he was a one-year starter. Right, 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 right. You know, so they're just he just didn't have the – the, you know, the experience that like you'd have rather seen a three-year starter there at the, at the second overall pick. Yeah. He got thrown in the fire quick too in the NFL. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, of all five, and frankly, I mean, to, to the opposite point of Wentz, Goff, Mariota, Winston, Jones, Baker, I didn't think Josh Allen was a very good quarterback prospect. <laughs> you know, I thought he was a big big, strong guy that had a lot of work to do. And I kind of feel this way about all five of these players. But he where, went, but, but Alan went seventh. Right, right, right. So, yeah. you know, you weren't using the number one overall pick on him. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Malik Willis goes seventh, that's probably right. where he should go mm-hmm. in, in that right. range. Not right, one. Right. Uh, you know, so I, I think everybody's caught up. Well, there, there's no clear cut. There's no Trevor Lawrence in this draft, so they they must stink. No, that's not necessarily right. the case. Yeah, uh, agreed. Like, I don't think as it stands right now, any of these guys are better, you know, some of the best quarterback prospects we've seen. But I also think more and more and more. And Nobody more, thought Patrick Mahomes was either. Or Allen nobody, or yeah, Lamar, or you know what I mean, like all these guys that are stars now, and I still think it's more important where they land. You know, like I bet would be pretty happy with Trevor Lawrence if he would have went to the Patriots, and if Mac Jones goes to the the Jags, he doesn't win Rookie of the Year and doesn't win anything. You know, I, so that's not to excuse who the players are, but I believe that the Saints, the Steelers, if they draft one, and I don't even care what the name is, insert name here, he'll probably not fall on his face. Yeah, because they'll have a good nest around him. 
and it'll, more important, yeah. as importantly, a plan. Okay. Yeah, right. Sam Howell did way too, tried to do way too much last year. He does not need to be running that much. He is not a Josh Allen or an upper tier runner. He was an effective runner. And I, even at the, at the combine, he had some interviews saying, I was really unhappy with how I played last year because I tried to do too much. I didn't trust my offensive line. Things would break down and I would just run and it got us yardage and we won games, but that didn't make me a better quarterback. Okay. Well, you're not going to run them over and over and over. You know I mean? You got to coach that out of him. And each one of these guys has a couple of those things. And if you ask Malik Willis to play from day one, I think you're not going to be happy about it unless he's improvising like crazy, you know, yeah, like if right. you're asking him to read defenses and go through progressions, not that he's dumb. He just played in the elementary school offense. Yeah. Know? He just so, hasn't done it yet. Right. You know, he, at least Trey Lance's offense was pretty advanced. He just hasn't played in forever. You yeah. Know, he just, that, he just needs to learn, play. you know, that right, that's right, right. Uh, the unofficial uh, four, three, seven for Derek Stingley, by the way, that's the, that'll fly. Yeah. That'll, that'll play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, so I think people are getting caught up in the boy. There's, there, you know, there may not be a quarterback. They see the mock drafts out there. Some of them, and it's not realistic that no quarterback goes in the top 32 picks. Right. I, you know, that's just not realistic. Or one quarterback goes in the top 32 picks. There'll probably be three or four. Probably be three or four. I mean, we this year's different. You know, we keep hearing that over and over. It's not a good quarterback class. History shows two to five go every year. Is this year that much different? No, it really right. isn't. I mean, it we really went back in, a couple of weeks ago and looked at that 2014 draft class, which is was that not the manual. No, that, that was EJ Man or the uh, is that Watt and Julio and AJ Green and no, Cam no. and those guys? No, that was 2011. Oh, what am I talking about? That's I'm I'm doing bad math here. 2014 is not that. 2014 long. is is when. Uh, Clowney went number one overall. Blake Bortles went three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr ended up being Yeah, Derek Carr was an early round. second round pick. Teddy Bridgewater was the last pick of the first Manziel. round. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the guys, the, the guys who went early in that draft didn't work out. No. But then again, you had Teddy Bridgewater at 32, Derek Carr at 36. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, who was the third one? There was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at 62. Yeah. They're, you can this, win games with all those guys, right? This very well could be that draft. It could be. And frankly, if you take a quarterback at 20 and he turns out to be Derek Carr, you won. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you definitely won. I mean, especially on his rookie deal. Derek Carr at this 36 pick in the draft is, is an absolute, that's a home run. 100%. And then the other aspect of it that's super important is it's a whole different conversation of, they were a good pick. They were a quality starter. Okay, five years from now, do I pay them? That's a different conversation. Different conversation, yeah. Totally different conversation. You have to be pretty special for to have that conversation. You know, the, but if I get five years of cost-controlled, even Jimmy-like play for the 20th pick in the draft, my roster is going to be really good. Yeah, because you can build around that guy. Yeah, 100%. You can go get new stuff. You don't lose the stuff that you want to keep. You know, I mean, so that adds value. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, don't get caught up, uh, folks. Uh, you know, that's, that's I think, the, the final point. No, A, the Steelers aren't absolutely drafting a quarterback no matter what. 
because yeah, that would be that, that would be completely out of character for them. And B, this quarterback draft class is not the worst thing ever. It's not. It's, it's <laughs> right, not the right, worst. All right. It's not the 2013 draft. That being said, if five quarterbacks are off the board before the Steelers pick, I'm going to be like, boy, some teams made some mistakes. That's not going to happen. Doubt, but that's there not might be happen. zero. There might be zero. Yeah. Right. There's a good chance one of those five quarterbacks, one of the top five guys, and I would put this at 50, 50, 40, 60, 40, 60, something like that, that one of those guys is available to them in the second round. Agreed with those percentages. Yeah. Although there could be a run, but I, I think the turn is interesting. Late first because of the fifth-year option in the Lions. Early second, I think, could be Atlanta moves from, I don't know where they pick, but 50 up to, or probably like 40 up to 33 and grabs Ritter or something. Yeah. You know, and there could be some of that stuff. One last thing about that, because I know a lot of people are also saying, well, just wait and draft one next year because next year's class is going to be awesome. You don't know that. No, that's a bad strategy. That you, you take the quarterback that's available to you now. If it's mm-hmm. if you think he's a if you think he's a future or potential future starting quarterback, you take him now. You don't wait for next year. You don't play, you don't play the wimpy game with this. Right. I'm glad to play you know for for picks next year because you don't know what to, what's going to happen with those guys. And the Steelers aren't the Jags or a dreadful team that's going to probably be in the top five unless disaster totally happens. You know, like. I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're the first overall pick. You know, but they went eight. And, they went eight and eight with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I, I look at the Ravens. Are the Steelers gonna get hit as hard as injuries as the Ravens did this past year? No, and they'll probably even if they get hit hard, it's still gonna be seven eight win season like Baltimore mustard. You know, I mean, like it, it's hard to be a top five pick, and even if the Ohio State and Bama kids are. Even on the the Trevor Lawrence tier of prospects, it's not like you're going to get them, right? You know, you're probably looking at the third guy anyway. Even if those guys have as good a year as you think they're going to, you know, absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 